You are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. Today and every single week, I break down the most popular yoga poses. Also check out the free audio yoga classes on this podcast. Visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com and subscribe to my newsletter where you get access to free yoga sequences every single month. Check out the show notes for information about today's yoga pose and my Instagram link where you can see this pose in action. And thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Namaste, yogis. Welcome to this week's yoga pose breakdown. So this week we're going to talk about lotus pose. Now this is definitely an advanced posture. So we want to be really mindful of the flexibility that comes in the hips and the knees. So we're going to take this into a few different ideas as far as it's concerned with how we break down lotus. Now, whether you're actually going to practice this posture or just listen and sort of understand the different ways of getting into this, whether you're a teacher or a practitioner just wanting to learn about this posture, please be mindful that if you've never tried to do full lotus, then you might want to refrain from that and just practice half lotus and practice full lotus with a teacher present, okay? So just like some of the other postures we've had on the podcast that need a little bit of additional disclaimers and supervision, this is one of those. So just be really mindful. Now, we definitely wanna prep our hips for this posture and I'm going to get into that in just a moment. Now, this is a very recognized posture, so it has been on the request list for a little bit of time. This is one of those postures like Warrior Two, where you see it in photos, and there are some fun things that you can do in Lotus, such as taking it um, in a liftoff or even doing half Lotus in tree pose. So it's one of those fun postures that you find in other areas. Uh, full lotus and shoulder stand, half lotus and side plank. So it definitely crops up in other postures and it's one of those look good advanced poses, okay? So this is also considered to be one of those classic poses. So you often see lotus used for meditation. Many classes begin or end with this posture. You'll find it in Ashtanga discipline, for instance and it is not suitable for those who are extremely new to yoga. So as you can tell, I'm really drilling that one home. So there are some really neat alternate seated postures such as easy pose or sukhasana. We do not want to underestimate the simplicity of a posture such as easy pose. Also half lotus is a nice one as well. Now the Sanskrit word for full lotus is Padmasana and is named after the lotus flower or Padma and your legs become like the petals in a lotus flower so gently dropping open is the idea. So as I mentioned this requires a good amount of flexibility you want plenty of hip opening poses in your regular practice prior to trying lotus and I've already mentioned half lotus, so we'll go into that in a moment. 
Bound angle pose or cobbler's pose, Baddha Konasana, is one of my favorite just to include in most yoga classes. Hero pose, which I've broken down on the podcast, is a little bit more of an intermediate or advanced posture, Virasana. Head of knee pose and half lord of the fishes pose. Um, We've definitely broken down Lord of the Fishes before. So these are some of the nice postures that you can practice leading up to this. But you came here probably for full lotus. I am going to go ahead and get us into it a little bit. Or at least we're going to talk about it, right? Now, some of the benefits of Lotus Pose is it calms the mind, so that's why it's really nice for a deep meditation. It stretches the knees, ankles, and hips. It strengthens the spine and upper back. And this pose also increases circulation in the spine and pelvis, which can help to ease menstrual discomfort and distress in the female reproductive organs. Now, according to one of the older yoga manuals written in the 14th century CE, it's called Hatha Yoga, I think it's Pradipika, and this is all about lotus pose being the destroyer of all diseases. So ancient texts also claim that this pose awakens Kundalini, the divine cosmic energy that brings forth self-realization. And it is an ancient meditation chant or a mantra in Sanskrit, which is Am Mani Padme Hum. And it roughly translates to hell to the jewel in the lotus. And it is believed that in some traditions that chanting this mantra while in lotus will purify, liberate, and unite the mind, body, and spirit. So I definitely like that idea, okay? Now, you want to avoid this posture if you have had any recent or chronic injury to knees, ankles, or hips. Lotus pose requires a great deal of flexibility and self-awareness to be, to be performed correctly. So definitely do not attempt to learn lotus pose on your own. So we've already talked about that. And it is very easy to injure yourself if you try to move into this too soon. So if you do not yet have this flexibility to do the pose in proper alignment, then practicing half lotus, ardha, padmasana, or easy pose, sukhasana, which we talked about, until you can become more limber. So always working within your own range of limits and abilities. And if you have any medical concerns, definitely talk to your doctor before practicing this pose or any yoga pose. So I'm going to take us into half lotus breakdown first. So ardha meaning half, padma, of course, lotus, and asana meaning pose. And basically, we're going to start seated on the floor with your legs extended, your spine is going to be straight and your arms are going to be resting at your side. So you're going to find yourself in Dandasana or seated staff pose. Bend your right knee and hug your knee to your chest. Before I even continue down this route, we always enter into these yoga pose breakdowns with the body being warm. So sun salutations would be a good way to warm up the body and, um, Maybe taking a nice yogi squat or full malasana would be really great to open up the hips. You can also decide to flow into pigeon or lie on your back for lying pigeon or figure four. 
or if you want to take lizard pose so any way that you feel maybe just take a set of four or five sun salutations and then go into a few hip openers maybe some planks would be nice just to build up the core tiger pose and then come to this so press pause and then come back if you're going to go ahead and practice the pose okay all right continuing on so you're in dandasana you have your right knee hugged to your chest you're going to then bring your right ankle to the crease of your left hip so that the sole of your right foot faces to the sky the top of your foot should rest on your hip crease bend your left knee and cross your left ankle beneath your right knee there are several hand variations you can take. So you can rest your hands on your thighs with your palms facing up or down. You can place your palms together in prayer position or what I call namaste at heart center. You can take a mudra, so such as bringing your index finger to your thumb or any other mudra. You can keep your spine straight and erect, close your eyes and turn your gaze inward. You can hold for up to one minute or for the duration of your meditation or pratyama practice. And then you release the pose by extending both legs along the floor and staff pose and repeat the pose for the same amount of time with the opposite leg on top. Release the pose and then rest in Shavasana for at least five minutes, okay? Here's some neat modifications or variations. So if the knee uh, of your top leg doesn't rest on the floor, support it with a folded firm, firm blanket. I like to also use a block here. For more back support, you can sit with your back against the wall, or you can even sit <clears throat> for more support with your upper back. You can place a block between the wall and your shoulder blades. You can practice this way until you have built up enough strength to sit away from the wall with your spine straight. If you're not ready to perform half lotus, then of course easy pose. And then for very tight hips, you can practice this pose seated in a chair, leaving one foot flat on the floor, cross the opposite ankle into the crease hip or the hip crease of the grounded foot and hold the pose for up to one minute and then repeat on the opposite side. If you want to just practice sitting in easy pose and then drawing the top foot or one of the feet into half lotus, that's really popular as well, okay? All right, so now we're going to go into the full variation. So again, beginning in <clears throat> staff pose or dandasana, okay? You're going to bend your right knee and hug it to your chest. Then bring your right ankle to the crease of your left hip so that the sole of your right foot faces the sky. So you just did this. The top of your foot should rest on your hip crease. Then bend your left knee, cross your left ankle over the top of your right shin. Then the sole of your left foot should also face upward. And the top of your foot and ankle should rest on your hip crease. Draw your knees as close together as possible press your groins toward the floor and sit up straight rest your hands on your knees with your palms facing up you can bring your hands into a mudra 
And then of course, soften your gaze to your third eye, the space between your eyebrows. Hold for up to a minute or the duration of your meditation or pranayama practice, and then take Shavasana. Now, again, some of the modifications or variations is using the firm blanket or blocks. Um, also, you can come in Talasana, which is scale pose. So this brings you into a greater challenge. So you're gonna press your palms into the floor alongside your hips and lift your tail and legs off of the floor. Allow your body to swing slightly. So this is what you will really find in that lift off, okay? For a deeper stretch to the upper body, you can actually find yourself in bound lotus pose, Baddha Parasana, Padmasana, I should say. From the full expression of lotus pose, you're gonna reach both arms behind your back, collapsing your toes with your fingers, and to deepen your stretch even further, you can fold forward. Okay. You can also um, take your hand to the sky and slowly wrap it behind your back and catch the opposite toe on one side or on both. Okay. And so those are some fun variations. And as I mentioned, you can also do full lotus pose and shoulder stand or in fish pose as well. So let's talk about scale pose or talasana, which is my favorite. When I first got this posture, I cried. Because <laughs> I had been practicing Ashtanga for quite some time and I just could not lift off in full lotus. And then now it's completely easy to do. So um, part of that is learning to engage your bandhas, okay? So Tolasana is an arm balancing posture and it requires and creates strong abdominal muscles and as I mentioned, you'll find this in power yoga, vinyasa yoga, ashtanga. Its name comes from the Sanskrit words tola, meaning scale, and asana, of course, pose. And once your body is lifted off of the floor, you can actually swing it back and forth just like a scale. So the full version of the pose is performed with the legs in lotus, so that it is sometimes referred to as lifted lotus. Talasana can be a fun pose to work toward and you can gain strength and flexibility. A good warm-up pose to this is lolasana, which I feel like we've broken down on the podcast. So some of the benefits, as I mentioned, is just really strengthening your core. It engages complete um, ulialabandha and it helps stimulate your digestive system as well as creating that flexibility in your hips and wrists. So of course, not wanting to practice this if you cannot get in the full variation of lotus or if you have any shoulder or wrist injuries. So you're going to begin in lotus and then you're gonna place your hands on the floor on either side of your hips. Take a deep exhalation as you press your palms firmly into the floor, draw your abdominal muscles in and up and lift your legs and your glutes off of the floor. You can hold yourself suspended for up to five breaths and then release as you lower back down to the earth. And you can repeat this multiple times or some advanced yogis can practice this for up to a hundred breaths, which is really interesting, right? So beginners can actually place each hand on a block to help them lift off of the floor, even if you are doing it with um, lotus 
or you can even try it with easy pose or half lotus or as I mentioned lolasana where your ankles are crossed behind you, knees are together, coming toward chest, you can lift off from that vantage point, which is super fun as well. And you can rock back and forth or swing your legs through back and forth. It's a great way to prepare yourself to lift up and off and through as well. So just a really fun posture. I really love this posture. It's one of those staple postures, but you definitely wanna be mindful. So if you've never practiced any of this, Lolasana is a good way to maybe start playing around with the concept or half lotus or both, right? So be mindful before you go into the full variation. Honor your knees. Never underestimate that, okay? So if your knees cannot lay flat and they're butterflying up, like flapping their wings, knees are pointing toward the sky or toward, you know, anywhere off of the floor, you're not ready yet. So you want to really want to focus on opening up those hips and making this a nice, gentle future goal, okay? Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this week's yoga pose breakdown. I definitely did. Go in peace, namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.